Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Other Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am once again joined by Hannah for another episode this week. Hello. Hmm. So, I think I mentioned the last time you were here that you sent me a list of films that you hadn't seen that you would be... Yes. Uh, the list was extensive. I'll, I'll give it that. It was mm. long. Yeah. Of what to cover for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and there were some that I had already seen, and there were a few that I hadn't seen. And so that's what we're going to be doing, talking about this week, is um, Black Swan, which um, is very interesting. I think we can both agree on that. That's a very interesting yes. film. Mm. I was planning to watch it like just before I went to bed one night and now after watching it I realized that that would have been a very stupid idea yeah yeah very much because so. it's 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 heavy there's yeah. a lot happening mm. so did you know because I knew the basic plot that like it's about ballet and there's these like two girls who are like sort of fight who are going against each other to become like the best ballet dancer yeah, I, I knew there was a ballet-related plot. I didn't know the ins and, like the full ins and outs of the plot, mm-hmm. but I knew bits yeah. and pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did know there was like a twist to the ending. I I forgot what the twist was before, like, because I I had heard the twist somewhere and I forgotten what it was. So I was as I was watching it, trying to like see if I see if I would remember it or not, and I didn't get it. I I remember I thought before the end, that the um, Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis character were the same person. And I thought that was, like, what the big twist was. I mean, throughout the movie, it does kind of almost paint it that way. Yeah. In some parts. Mm, Yeah. It's, yeah. And, I mean, that's not the ending, but I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. Yeah, see, I didn't know about the twist ending, so... Yeah. Like, you, it kind of... Like, well, when you get to the end of it, if you watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. it makes sense. So it's not, like, a wild plot twist like mm-hmm. Fight Club was. Yeah. Going back to the last episode I was in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the ending, it was a twist, but it made sense. Yeah. Like, I... it was building up to that almost. Yeah, because that's sort of a, um, a problem that some films can have, where they have a twist ending... But the twist doesn't make sense, and it's just sort of having one for the sake of having one that it needs to be just set up and pay off. Every M. Night Shyamalan film ever. <laughs> nah, I'd argue some of those have set up to the twist. I mean, not all of them do, of course, but I think some of them have a, a set up to them, or at least in some way or another. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. So, do you have a specific place that you want to start with the film? Huh? That you like to talk about? Well, well, why not start at the beginning? It's a it's a good place to start. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I guess we could just go through just sort of the plot as sort of as it goes along. So yeah, I I made the first note I made was I felt the some of the introductory dialogue felt a little bit off. I don't because it was a little while. I watched this about a week or two ago, so I I don't have like a distinct memory of what was said at the beginning, but you watched it a lot more recently than I did. 
So do I watched remember... this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a... Uh... Do you remember um, what exactly I... they say? Or like a general idea of what is said? Not particularly. Nothing really stood out. Mm. The most thing I remember is the first sequence. Like the first... I think it's one variation of Swan Lake Black Swan and yeah. Swan Lake Ballet. Yeah. It's one variation of that and I thought it was very well mm-hmm. shot, well directed. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see like the fear in her face which mm-hmm. very much applies to later in the story. Yeah. But I thought that was very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd but none of the dialogue stands out as anything Yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to think, and I can't really recall what, like, the beginning is, um, what is said at the beginning of the film. Yeah, I don't really remember, actually, Mm. either what was said. I don't think it really stood out too much, but it was a lot of, like, building who this person is, and Mm. that she's a dancer, and there's these roles coming up, that sort of thing, so it wasn't anything striking but it Mm -hmm. set the scene yeah and i mean that's what most movies should do is you're very early on established the premise and what and you know the story and how it's and you know what it's going to be about and what's going to happen and everything because i've seen some movies that try and either they spend too long fleshing out the characters and then Mm -hmm. i just get bored yeah or they don't flesh them out at all yeah you're just like why why should i care about you why that's a that's a very good point that you they very it needs to strike the right balance because it could spend you know too much time on characters and then you just don't like because you could spend too much time on the characters and then the plot is very weak and it's you know good characters but there's nothing like you know nothing that makes you care about those said good characters yeah or there's no there's no plot for you to get invested in because you're yeah yeah. You're like, I like the... these people, but they don't do anything. Yeah. And, I mean, it goes the opposite way. There's You spend too little on ca- establishing it and setting up characters, and then there's just there's just nothing. Mm. Mm. So, very early on, there's lots of imagery of mirrors and mirroring, which... Yeah, now that I think about it, yeah. ...is a very strong part of the film. I think it almost... Not every, in pretty much almost every scene, or at least most of them, you, there is a mirror or like of some sort. It's not always like in there and in like in a, a focal part of the scene, but it's there's always a mirror of some sort in a scene. That but, is true. Now that I think about it, it's yeah. also having mirrors. Like if you're in a dance studio, there is a lot of mirrors mm. around, so yeah. that kind of adds that back into the plot. Yeah. As well, mm. I think it relates you... to the whole the dancer plot, but also mm. mental health as a hot mess plot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the only time I read a thing, I think that the only time we don't see any mirrors is the final uh, performance yeah. of the film, and I think that's the only time we don't see a mirror of some sort. I think every other time there is a mirror, or and I mean we'll get more into mirrors and how they are used and such. But most of the time, there is a mirror of some sort. It's not always important to the scene, but there is a mirror. 
So yeah, now that I think about it, I didn't even think about that mm. until you brought it up. Yeah. Well, because I figured, from I like I knew sort of kind of some things that happened, but I was very much. Uh, I just noticed that there's lots of mirrors, you know, and, I, and it makes sense, you know, for a ballet um, studio, there would be a lot of mirrors. Because... And it also adds to the whole, because ballet and the world of dancers, it's all very self, like the way you look is mm -hmm. a very big thing. The way, yeah. like if your foot's pointed slightly wrong, it's a whole big deal. Yeah, yeah. So the whole mirrors thing also ties into that, the whole like self, like, because... Mm -hmm she's a perfectionist so it's all yeah. mm -hmm. constant mirrors constantly constantly looking at for perfection all that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah so after we get we're introduced to our main character played by natalie portman yes and this performance won her the oscar that year for best actress i hope so she it was a fantastic performance yeah I'm pretty sure she did. She was very... I also I also read somewhere that at least Natalie Portman, possibly some of the other actresses, mm. took about six months worth of ballet lessons to film the movie. Like yeah. six months before they started shooting, they took like five day a week ballet classes. Yeah. I'm, or something yeah, I like that. I read a thing that... I, well, I just read about Natalie Portman, but I assume... A lot of them took like a long time they did a lot of ballet le lessons for a long time to, so they would get like it would be pretty accurate to the film and i think that's you know good commitment to the role to be willing to yeah obviously all the stuff on the point shoes so the parts where they're like up on their toes and things they'd get professional dancers to do that because oh. you can't just learn that within six months yeah god Oh, that'd be a whole thing. Yeah. So, but all like the shots of probably from her like face up and doing the basic stuff on the point mm -hmm. shoes would be her. Yeah. But like any like all the spins and stuff on her toes, that would have to be professional yeah. dancers, surely. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense that like because there's only so much you can do in that period of time that you can't just suddenly become a master and do everything. You, gotta, you can't you just know. be like, oh, you've done like three months of ballet here. Have yeah. some point shoes. Have fun. Yeah. No, it doesn't quite work like that way. Yeah. It, it's I don't know how like what actual ballet dancers think of the um, you know the movements and how they do it all, but I I think this seems like a film where they would really try to do it as best they could and look as accurate to actual ballet dancers as they could. Yeah, I think from what I because I've done a little bit of ballet in my lifetime not a lot but mm -hmm. a little bit yeah and from what i could see it all looked pretty legit but mm. i'm not a professional dancer yeah. don't quote me on that <laughs> yeah so i guess since we're talking about natalie portman i guess i think sort of across the board the performances are all pretty decent at least they're not like not all of them none are... of them stood out as terrible yeah but I don't think many of them stood out as especially great either, besides Natalie Portman. And I would also say Mila Kunis was pretty good in it too. But yeah, I thought she that, I thought everything else was very like it worked, and they did what they and they did you know what they had to. But uh, besides that, it wasn't anything 
there was also I think the character's name was Beth, played by Winona Ryder. Oh yeah. Her performance was also really good, but mm. we all know Winona Ryder can do crazy people. I mean Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something she's good at. But that was also a well-done performance. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's one scene in there where I had to sit and, like, wits. Because mm-hmm. it's quite later in the movie, so I won't talk about it now. Yeah. But I was sitting there with my hands in front of my eyes, just like, mm. is it over? Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's over. Cool. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking about. And we will get to it, because it's very... Uh, an interesting scene. Yeah. The... So, the ballet teacher, the, uh, I forgot. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't remember his name, but, oh. That was, as, as I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is going to be, uh, it says Tomas. That's his name. As I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is going to be something that we probably will want to skirt around as best we can. Because yeah, it's from a... the sec, from like the first minute he appeared on screen, I went, I don't like you. Yeah, you're he, like one of those he, shady like. He very like instantly sec- puts off like a rapey vibe. Yeah, creep vibes, and it's just like creep vibe. He's gonna, yep. do, he's gonna do something, and I don't know what. So I'm just gonna not talk about it because that's a bit. That's much. fair. But... That's that's been heavy for this podcast. Yeah, but uh. If you've seen them, like, I presume if you're listening to this, you've probably seen it. You know, I would think, know what we're talking about. And it was very, just like, out of nowhere. And I didn't expect it. was out of nowhere and quite disturbing. Yeah. So that's just. Yeah. In the whole entertainment world, mm. before the Me Too movement, yeah. luckily that has happened. That wasn't, unfortunately, uncommon. Yeah. It was quite commonplace. Because this came out before, I think, I think it was yes. 2010, so... 2010, yeah. Yeah, the Me Too movement was a little bit after. Wasn't the happened then, so... Yeah. But now because of that, a lot less of this is in place, and that mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, moving on to some lighter topics, yeah. maybe. So, <laughs> hey, uh, I know I made was there's a bit where we see Nina is doing, mm-hmm. I assume it's a pirouette? I don't know, but she's doing this thing, and then she like cracks. I'm saying, was she was she spinning? Yeah, she's like spinning on like one foot. Yes, that would be a pirouette. Yes, and then she like cracks something in her foot. Yeah, and and I was like, oh, that, like I'm usually fine. Well, I guess it depends with violence. Like sometimes, like if I know it's obviously like fake, like it's overly cartoony, I usually will be fine. But, like, more realistic stuff like this is, like, a bit... Can be a bit much. Like, it depends what it is, of course. But it can be a yeah. bit, like... That's... Mm, not sure how I feel about that. Mm. It's kind of just like, ooh, that, that would hurt a yeah. lot. And but... she just gets up and keeps going. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and from the way it's, like, framed and from the way it's shot, I thought she, like, twisted her ankle or something. But no, she's, like... Crack like her toe is like screwed up, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's not good either." No, that's really bad. And it doesn't yeah, look good either. A few dancers who've had different mm. injuries to ankles, toes, and whatnot yeah. that puts them out for ages. So yeah. I'm like, "What are you doing? Stop! Don't yeah. keep going on your like almost broken toe." Yeah, this film Stop. is very much 
Have you seen the movie Whiplash at all? No, I haven't. Okay. So that is a film, like, the pr- well, because it's about drumming, so it's not the same thing. But the films sort of are the same in that it's like these people who want to be, like, the best at the thing they want to do. And they sort of sacrifice all this and they go through all this just to be considered the best. Like, they're, there's the, they're the same movie, but, like, one's about drumming and one's about ballet. And, it, you know, it's not that cut and dry. It's like, oh, it's not just this. You just changed whatever they're doing and the, and the gender. It's a character. similar premise, but, but it's not a, a, identical movie. Similar premise, yeah. Like, it's like if you sort of remove a lot of stuff from it, it's the same premise. Just, you know, this one, this person wants to become like the greatest ever at this, at this thing. And they go through, you know, all the sacrifice and pain and torment just to be considered the best and i think you know it's very it's a very um, interesting comparison and it fit like it's you know it works and it f- makes sense as a comparison because it's the same f- story just different characters and different yeah uh, goals they're chasing yeah that was just uh, something I n- sort of noticed, and I had seen a um, a video, like which was in an analysis about the two and comparing them, and you know stuff that differentiates between the two and how they are also similar in ways as well. Yeah, there's a lot of movies like that that are yeah, like the base idea is quite quite similar, but yeah, but it then they change a few other things. Yeah, it's it's like a same you know same premise, but beyond that. You know, and it's very like basic. It's not like it's the same thing either. Usually, it's like they want to achieve this same thing, but it's slightly different with what they want to achieve. Like it's the same thing, but there's something different about it. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to skip over some notes because there's some notes about some uncomfortable stuff that happens. Then uh, I think I've made a few notes about that too, in case we will bring it that up. Yeah. But. I, I basically not doing that. <laughs> I basically just put down that he is just forcing himself onto her basically. Yeah. Pretty much what it is. I'm like this I and and it's weird because of his justification of he's trying to help her do better. I'm like I don't know if he is though. Cuz he it's says like, he is. You but you're being a like if I wanted someone to get better I wouldn't do that because that is a crime. And yeah. Yeah. It's very, very weird. And it's inexplicable too. I made a note that it was very inexplicably like just this happened because I didn't expect it to happen. I knew there was a scene involving Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis together, shall we say later on. But besides that, I didn't know any of the other sort of, similar undertones yeah no neither did i because i'm watching this movie just in my lounge room at home yeah and my boyfriend's looked over and he's like what are you watching yeah i'm like black swan why he's like honestly i thought it was softcore porn (laughs) (laughs) yeah it i'm like okay (laughs) yeah yeah, there's a yeah. I made sure I I was like I'm not gonna watch because even though I didn't know that I was like this is a film that I can't watch with my family because they are not gonna like it and that's not yeah, gonna go well. Yeah, I can't imagine well. watching this movie with my mother. Oh gosh. Oh no, <laughs> I was like, 
not I know some really dark stuff's gonna happen and she's and my mom's not gonna like it. So I'm just gonna do this in my room alone. So if you if you still live at home, guys, it's definitely a headphones on on your laptop in your bedroom kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unless you want to have some weird discussions with your family members. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was just very like, yeah, it just happened. I was like, this is a bit. Is this necessary? I I did think like, was this? Is this necessary for the story? I know that like. It's justified that he's trying to make her better, but I'm like, surely he could do it another way, right? Like half of those scenes probably aren't justified. Like let's be real. To go back to the whiplash comparison, you know, there's bits where the the teacher's trying to make the main guy get better, but he doesn't just start like assaulting him. He, I mean, in that way, he's 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 different, but it seems justified because like he's just trying to get this guy to go better at what he's doing. But it's like in a realistic way, and in a way that like this it doesn't involve it doesn't involve anyone getting sexually assaulted. At the end of the day, yes, it's pretty much what it boils down to. And I think that sort of soured me a little bit on the film that I felt it was a tap. I thought it was unnecessary. I was like, do we is this do we need to do this? Like I don't I don't think we need this. This is. There's other ways you can show this and tell this story without having, you know, this. You can have him, you know, like it's not that the like the plot point can say the same that he wants to, you know, help her get better and he's a bit, you know, forceful in his ways. But like, there's other ways you can do that. You don't have to have him doing that, you know. Or there's one scene of when he gives her an assignment. That's all I'll say. Oh, Where I'm like yeah. that wasn't necessary. That, that was really fun. was it, and it's such a weird scene too. I think this film, yeah, is it's good. I will say it's it's quite good, but there's just a few scenes where I'm like, I don't think you need that, and maybe like if when I rewatch this in the future, I might be like, ah, it might click better then. But now I'm just like, I'm, at this point, I'm like, I don't. We don't need that. We don't need you to be, you know, doing I mean, this. To I get was the point. like a dancer or whatever, and you're, you know, dancing, and they say that's your homework assignment. I'd be like, excuse me. Yeah. And then probably report you to some sort of authority. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, now I'm thinking about it. I understand why she doesn't do anything against it because she, because she wants to be the. Well, she because she she can play the white swan, but she can't play the black swan, and that's sort of yes. the driving force for her. Really, she wants to get better, and so with this, I can understand why she doesn't have a problem with it or report him to any authorities because she's like, he's gonna tell me to do this so I can, you know, get better and be and get this part. But it's like, it's it's still a bit weird because this is set very much in like a realistic world. Like, yes. it's not like it's got like a little bit of like anything to it. It's like these are just like real people in the real world, and it's just like if this happened in real life, he would be fired. He would. He would not only be fired; he would be arrested. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just really weird, and that, and that soured me on the film. It did, that bit. did rub me the wrong way. Whenever, for that guy was in a scene i just yeah. went, oh no yeah. God, no yeah <laughs> not you <laughs> yeah it's, it just felt like i don't know 
I don't want to say that, like, well, because I, I, I don't know who this, I don't remember the name of the screenwriter. And I'm sure they probably aren't putting it in there just for the sake. I mean, they could just be putting it in there because they want to. But I would like to assume that they are putting it in there for, like, a purpose. And there's a reason that this is happening. And that, you know, like, in their mind, I'm sure there's probably a reason it's happening. It just feels very out of place. And it's just a bit like, ooh, I don't know about It's a that. lot. It is a lot. And... That is a warning that this, like, if you're listening to this without having seen it, I do say, like, prepare yourself. There's quite a bit. It's, it's very dark and, like... It is heavy. Don't mm. watch it before you go to bed. I'll say that much. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely something that that's actually a really good segue to, like, there's some really, like, good, scary, like, jump scares in this. And I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh... That's actually kind of scary. I like that. That's good, you know? Because this is, like... I wasn't really expecting it. I was expecting it to be, like, a dark film, but I wasn't it to have, like, some scary moments, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, no, I just... Speaking of scenes that feel out of place, I just Mm. quickly looked up Darren Aronofsky, who's the director of the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he also directed Requiem for a Dream. Oh, it's a great movie. I do need to rewatch it, but... It's... Which I looked into that quickly, and it said that one also has controversial sex scenes in it. So I'm like, yep. Oh that yeah, makes more sense. yeah, 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 absolutely. The there's the he's scene at the his, very his end, thing. but it's like okay. Yeah, there is a scene at the very thing. end of that film that, like, in the context of that film, it makes sense, and you can understand it. And to be fair, to a degree, I can understand to sort of bring them together. I can understand why these scenes are in there but yep. it just doesn't work for me i understand the point i well for some of them i can understand the point and i like understand i can somewhat understand why that's there and then other times i'm just like you didn't need that that was not necessary for this like sometimes i get it and sometimes i don't it depends really some of them i'm like i get this scene in here but does it have to be that graphic oh yeah it's it's very it uncomfortably little- graphic like yeah, it's... especially considering I was at home watching it. It's like, yep, it's yeah. middle of the day on the weekend, and I'm watching practically softcore porn. Yeah, it's like right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's very like, just yeah, it's it's very graphic, and the scene in Requiem for a Dream is a lot worse than this. Like than anything you've seen, it, it is a lot worse. But I've like, never seen Requiem for a Dream, no. so I can't comment yeah. on that. But I I think because it, it's a film I have I've re, I've watched once because it left such an impact on me, and this is kind of the same in that it's a film that I probably won't watch too often in my life. Like this, I've got some films, so I'm just like, I don't know how often I'm gonna watch that because like it leaves an impact on you. It's the kind of movie you can't just sit and watch like chilling on a Sunday afternoon, which yeah, is what I do when I watch you can't like just... Moana because I yeah. love kids' movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't do this with that with Black Swan. Yeah, you can't just be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna watch this today." You need to like sort of prepare, especially if you've seen it already. Like, if you go in not knowing anything, it's you could probably just do that because you don't know what to expect. You could just be like just chilling and it's like, "Oh, watch this. I've heard it's good." But then like uh, when you go to rewatch, you'll be like. I don't think I can't. You can't just put it on. There's movies that you can just be like, oh, just watch that today. 
It's yeah. a bit like, I don't know if you've seen it, the TV show The Handmaid's Tale. I've heard of it. It's, it's a similar sort of thing. It's yeah. very heavy, very yeah, intense, yeah. Sub- mm-hmm. graphic, mm-hmm. horrendous subject matter. Yeah. You've got to put yourself in the mood to watch it. I'm like, yeah. no, I need, to, I need to be in the headspace to watch yeah. this or I'm not going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, like this, you know, this is some really good, there's some really good stuff that is sort of like this, you know, you can't just pop it on. You need to, you know, you sort of get ready for this, you know, whether it's a TV show or a movie, but I think there are times if it's not done well enough, it can sort of put you off, I guess, and then leave a sour taste afterwards it's because it for the sake of it it's not for yeah. any reason to like like it depends of course if what you're doing is serves the plot or not like it's very yeah. arguable in a lot of cases like is that necessary or not but like yeah. and you know some of the stuff is is i can understand it and it sort of has to propel the plot and then some of it i'm just like i don't think you need to do that though like the scene with um like- was that necessary? I don't think so. Yeah, like the scene with uh, Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. Like, I, I can see it and I understand why it's there, but it does feel like it goes on a bit too well, long. At least about two minutes longer than it should have, and yeah. it could have been toned down just a little bit. Hmm. Like, I get it, and I understand how it's you know sort of progressing Natalie Portman's character, but it also does feel like. I don't. We don't need to see all this. Like, 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 it doesn't need to go on for as long as it does, because it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. You just get a little uncomfortable after a while. You're just like, okay, yeah. uh, hmm. yeah. Now's probably the time where I go get the snacks. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you just don't. Yeah, it just after, goes on. After it, yeah. After a while, it just gets like, oh, you're just like, okay, just we get it. Can you just finish? And then you're just like. And then eventually, when it does finish, you're like, "Oh, thank goodness, it's done." It's like, "Oh, we're done here. Move on." But other than yeah, like it's very much like, you know. And speaking of that scene and all those scenes, there was yeah. I think it was the first sort of scene like her mum was like in the room. Which oh, was really and she's doing the whole the homework assignment. Yeah, yeah. Like, again, yeah, the abusive that... mother dynamic. It's, yeah. Oh. There's a lot no. of, like, abusive... There's a lot oh, of yeah. abuse in this film. Just from everyone. Like, these people are I really... feel bad for Natalie Portman's character. I'm yeah. like, your life is pretty shit. Yeah, it, it, it is just like... Man, you... Man, this this is a bad... This is a bad lifestyle that you're living like this. Be like, get get out of that house. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost. Because, mm. yeah, yeah she, her mum's always there, and... Const- yeah, she's always there. Yeah, it's very. If that much... was my mom, I'd be like, "Okay, that's it. I'm leaving." Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, it's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's. There is yeah, that yeah, whole some... the whole mum dynamic also made me quite uncomfortable mm. throughout the movie, which uh, I get uh... why it was necessary because it does explain a lot about the character yeah. having the whole overprotective helicopter parent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like, this girl needs a break. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff where you get the point and you and like you understand why it's there, but it every after a while it is just like, is do we need that anymore? Like you've made the point, let's continue on. Yeah, I think I put down here like her mother, like babies her like 
Mm. Her whole oh, bedroom is yeah. called painted pink with the stuffed animals. Yeah, like, you would for a five-year-old, but she's 28. Considerably. <laughs> like, you know, her mom doesn't, you know, let her grow up, essentially. She keeps, no. she's just like, this is who you, this is like the world, this is the life that you're going to live because I'm going to tell you to. And it's just like, yeah, yeah a bit much and it and it and it sort of does ring truth true rather to some like because there because this is like because there are some kids and like people sort of at this point who and their lives are somewhat similar to this not to this extreme of course but they do have lives which are sort of like you hope it's not to this extreme you would yeah that's the hope that it's like it's not this bad but like who knows it could be this bad and that's not good yeah, that that whole thing. The mum was always there, and then she was always yeah. Like yeah. I, I think there was one scene where she's she's twenty eight and she's gone out to have a couple drinks with yes. a friend, yeah. she, and she's yeah, come she, home, yeah. and then her mum started yelling at her. I'm like, she is an adult. Yeah. She can have a couple drinks and be fine. Yeah, exactly. It's it is kind of like man, just because like. It must suck having to live with a parent who does that, who isn't doesn't trust you enough to do something, and just sort but of also she's, everything. She's an adult; she could yeah, move exactly. out. <laughs> that is true. I guess it depends, like how much you know a ballet dancer is paid. You know, per like how much they're paid. I guess. Yeah, but that's it, true. But it is just like, yeah, like get it. Can we just move on from this point? Because it's just like it's a bit much, and I'm kind of done. I feel like that was true for a lot of things in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like we got the point. Move yeah. on. Mm. So I'm just seeing what other notes I made. So I made a note where I basically was just like, I've got after this film like more respect for ballet dancers than I did before. Because it seems really hard to like. Oh do yeah, this. I know a few. I like I said earlier, I danced for a few years. I yeah. never got to the point of like point shoes and semi-professional ballet. I did yeah. a solid six months of ballet lessons. Yeah, it's like I was more of hip hop and contemporary sort of thing. Yeah, but no, ballet is tough. It is very tough. Yeah, it is just like man, this cannot be good. Especially because I was just thinking, as I was watching, it's like, man, how many, like, ballet dancers have, like, screwed up feet after they're done? Like, when they retire. Oh, yeah. It's Most, gotta if be not pretty, all. It's got to be, like, pretty bad. Because they've got to get, like, you know, really, like, up there on their feet, and they've got to, you know, be spinning and doing all these crazy yeah, things. They, and they just... do that. They even wear, like, protective things on their toes, and it's still not yeah, enough. That was... Most, if not all of them, are, their feet are screwed. Yeah. That was what she much. was putting, what, um... Natalie Portman's character was putting was wrapping around her feet, right, like protective. I think she was taping her toes and then also putting like a, I think they're called toe pads. I could oh, be wrong. Okay, yeah. They put extra things in, then put the stockings on, then put the shoes on. Yeah. And it's still quite painful. Yeah, it it, can, so, it cannot be fun. Yeah. No. I mean, dancing in general is relatively hard, but this is like the most extreme version of it, arguably. The most extreme version of like ballet yeah. contemporary side of things anyway yeah it, it just doesn't like because i couldn't do it and i don't really think i know anyone who could do it 
because like i think after a few lessons i'd just be hurting and i just could like couldn't be forced to care anymore to actually try and put the effort in to do it properly because it would just be like too hard yeah i, I know a few people who got to semi-professional and some even professional level ballet mm. so yeah and they're like it's a lot of rehearsing it's a lot we don't have any free time yeah and this film and really it's shows tough. that sort of aspect of it too like how much time yeah. they spend it's a full-time job like professional dancing yeah it's like at that level that they were doing is that's their full-time job yeah it was very much like because a lot of the time a lot of the film is natalie portman do, you know there's a scene where she's practicing her uh dancing and like the piano guy is gone like cause he's playing the piano and then he just leaves and she's still practicing i thought i thought that i have a note about that scene i put Mm-hmm. That scene was hilarious. He just he stops playing. She's like, "Bob, stop going." He's like, "I have a life," and walks out. Yeah. I can't blame <laughs> him too because he must have been there for like a decent portion of time to be like, "Man, yeah." Because especially because she's still doing it too. Because like, and I get like, I feel like, depending on what it is, of course, I feel like if I ever at that point, I just be like, "Man, I, I mean." Maybe I just don't have the. Dr- I mean, it depends, of course. But maybe I just want to have the. Dr- I just sort of lose interest, and I'd be like, "I'm done with this. I'm not like." You keep telling yeah. me I'm not good enough. I'll just stop. Maybe and, I'm not good enough and walk out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean, I'd probably do. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I know that's like you're like you know you shouldn't you shouldn't necessarily do that, but I feel like there's got to be people who at a certain point are just like, I am done with this. This is causing also, too much pain, and it's just not yeah. working. Because when I used to dance, I even got to that point where I'm just like, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's like a few people, they've been like, I've been doing this for 15 years, I'm done. Yeah, I can't blame them. I'm not professional, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it does seem like, man, you know, and especially because if you do it so often, you're just going to be sort of left with a sort of feeling of, you know almost defeat yeah because you've been doing this thing for so long and you know it's just not getting better and it's just not working and you're just like i'm just done like at a certain point it feels like people would give up and just be like i cannot do this anymore everything is over i'm, I'm just gonna stop But it is that like, scene though with the pianist was that little bit of comic relief yeah, that I needed during this has, movie. This film really is very dark. There's very little actually yeah. positive stuff. Like I'm trying to think, what actually good things happen in this film that I can like think of. Although I think it was bad in that one scene where they do go out that Mila Kunis's character mm. spiked. Yeah. The drink. I thought that was bad, but that's, that's the whole thing going bit, out. But I guess we'll just talk about that now. Yeah, that was very interesting. I was like, okay, is she like? I don't. That's an interesting thing to do to a friend, arguably, or at least someone yeah. you know relatively well. You're just like, you're just gonna put a little thing in their drink, and you're just yeah. Kind I, of like, I thought that was a bit odd, but the whole them at least going out for drinks. Yeah. Concept was good yeah 
get her out of the house, get her to be a little more normal and social, yeah, exactly. but the whole liking the Drake thing kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Like, so... damn, this is going so well. It's being yeah. so normal for a second. It's just like, okay, so you've just done that. I, oh, and I'm just like, this isn't gonna go well. Something bad is gonna happen. And then that leads to the scene with the two of them together, which is very interesting to put it mildly yeah yeah it's just this this film's got a lot of stuff that it's very like you don't know what you don't necessarily want to touch on because it's like this is a bit much isn't it it's a bit it's a bit awkward to put simply yeah so the film uh, sort of a uh, running through line for the film is Natalie Portman's character keeps seeing visions of herself and like other people. Yeah. So, so there's a scene where she's like walking down like um an alley. Well, it's not an alley, like a like a walkway, and she sees a woman coming towards her who looks like her, and then she looks back, and it's not her. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the first one where you see. Yeah. That. It's like on an overpass. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. And so then there's... That scene. Yeah, it's very interesting. And there's, you know, multiple situations where that happens. There's a scene where she's, like, in the rehearsal studio and the Mila Kunis character's face looks like hers. And then she walks in the light and it's like, oh, it's just her. She just is seeing these things because she's going a bit... She's going a bit mental. Going a bit nuts. <laughs> yeah. And she's just, like, seeing things that aren't happening, and I was like... Because I thought, before the twist happened, I thought it was like an... I thought it was a thing where they were the same character, where Mila Kudis and Natalie Portman were Like a same. similar thing to Fight Club? Yeah, that's pretty much what I figured it was. I thought it was like, oh, that's... Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. It was, For a little it was while, I'm like, oh, very... is this like a... Yeah, I thought, oh, it's just like a similar thing to Fight Club, where they end up... If you haven't seen Fight Club, sorry about this in advance. Where they end up being the same person. Yeah. But... I mean, you've probably, you probably know the twist of Fight Club anyway. Like, everyone knows what it is. I would have said. I didn't until I watched it. Oh, that's true. There are, like, <laughs> the handful of people who haven't seen it. But they could just skip ahead. Yeah. yeah. And there's lots of visions. There's a scene where she's in the bath. Having some time to herself. Yeah. And Having some she... alone time. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks up and see like her face, and then she jumps up, and it's like, so she really is just seeing things. Like it's not like she. And then there's the whole deteriorating. Yeah. Deteriorating. Deteriorating. Yeah. Then there's also that yeah. scene where they, what you said for the whole Mila Kunis, Natalie Portman, mm. you know. Scene. getting together sequence mm. that yeah. happens um that does happen and then it turns into her face so i'm like hang on is did that actually happen yeah or was it like an illusion i'm very and then confused it is revealed that i think it's revealed anyway that she was with a guy actually if i recall if i understood what was said right it was a guy she was with but i think some... that's what's implied it's it is yeah but she thinks it's mila kunis and then herself it's very Which is weird bizarre it's very interesting. Very interesting. This is 
that's one way to have a sexual awakening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just have your ballet teacher force himself on you. That also All that, does I guess. Too. That's the less that... preferable way, though, because it's a crime. Yes. So... So, yeah, it's a bit criminal. Yeah. So there's, I think... Because we've sort of been jumping around. Yeah. Because... If you... You thought this was going to be one where we talk start to finish. I apologize. Yeah, I kind of I, just did, I mean, we did say we were going to do that and ten there. Point to point. Yeah. So uh, earlier in the so there's a scene where the Winona Ryder so the Winona Ryder character is the former like main swan. She's the swan queen. Yes. Queen, right? She's the main one, basically. She's a former the muse. Yeah. Of the director. Yeah, That's she is. Yes. Yeah, she is the she is the former star of this performance, and then she is let go because for reasons. And so there's a scene. I, at, I think I imply that it's to do with her age because she's yeah, because the ballet old. career doesn't last forever. Once you get to yeah, exactly you know, thirty, forty, so you're you're gone. Yeah, because injuries, other things. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's implied like oh. It's too old for the director. Yeah, director's exactly. not interested anymore. Off you go. Yeah, which is kind of really gross when you think about it. Mm, yeah. So there is the scene where they're at a party, like a like a fancy dinner party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she gets upset and she starts, you know, hurling abuse. She insults Natalie Portman with some very choice words that are very harsh and a tad unnecessary to be honest yeah slightly accurate yeah. but like not yeah. as like she did have a like thing there's another way him, you could word it but sure. she didn't do like what what she said and yeah so she you know sort of loses it gets hit by a car and it's pretty much said that she did it to herself yeah it's kind of a it is implied that way. It's never explicitly mm. said. Yeah, but it's I think you implied. hear someone say like, "Oh, I think she did this or something," but there's no like definitive answer. We just know she got hit by a car and is in the hospital, and so we see her in the hospital, unconscious, which just yeah. makes sense. And then we we very much leave her character behind for quite a while. We don't see her again until like closer towards the end when yeah, that's right there's yeah. quite a graphic scene Yeah, is the next one she's in yeah so earlier in the film Natalie Portman was taking I like it. we keep saying the actress's name because I mean I like because I just can't be bothered it's, e- it's just easier to say that honestly I think I think the character's name is Nina, but yeah, I've got to know that it's Nina. But you know, Natalie Portman's character Natalie Portman, is fine. Yeah, so she's she took some stuff from her, so she would like feel like she's the like she's the same part, you know, because which that's, just that's how definitely it. how it works. Yeah, <laughs> and so then she goes back to drop her stuff off, and then Winona Ryder gets a bit upset. And starts taking. I forgot what she took. Is it a fork or is it like something else? Like a knife thing, isn't it? It's like. It's a stabbing object. 
that can yes. pierce skin. I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a knife. I I wasn't but... I couldn't really make out what it was because it was just so fast, and then she yeah, starts going on. It was just like oh gosh, okay. Especially because right. because it just comes out of nowhere too. Like it feels a bit like you just. I felt like it's another one of those things which like you're just doing that because you want to, not because like and I like I could sort of understand where it's coming from, but it also feels like you just wanted to have something violent happen because this was very like. I don't want to say mundane, but there's not a lot of violence. It's very much just like, well, I mean, that kind of violence. There's other kinds of violence. Yeah, there's not, like, stabbing violence, but, like, sexual assault or tactics. Yeah. There's a kind there's, I mean, there's some, ab- <laughs> yeah. And there's, I mean, there is some abusive stuff that happens with the mum. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I didn't expect her to just start stabbing herself in the face. Yeah, that was... Repeatedly. That was the scene I mentioned earlier where I had to yeah. watch it from between my fingers because yeah. I'm like, is it over? Yeah, it's that kind of ah! violence that's, like, a bit much... Like... Because it feels... Because it... I don't know, just the sound it makes and just, like, the... Just the blood and just the screaming and the... All this, and it's like... That's... Yeah, that's a bit the far. The whole nature of it all was a bit... Mm. It was very intense. There was yeah. a lot going on. And then... She sees her face morphed into hers, and I don't really think we get, like, a definitive answer to what happens with her. I think it's fair enough to assume that she... I mean, she's definitely not in a good place, whether she lives or not. She's not in a good place. It doesn't go well. It's not going to end well for her, that's for sure. Yeah, and so she... So, so we don't come back to that, and then we basically get to the final scene. Well, actually, there's some stuff when now. Actually, so like that's arguably the end of the second act, and then the rest that happens after that is the third act, arguably. And so, Natalie Portman starts becoming a bird. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. a swan, and which I know was, it's not real. It's no. Yeah, it's very, like... I didn't expect this to happen. I figured that she'd start going a little crazy. And she starts... And she's trying to... There's a bit where she's trying to close her door. And her mum's hand is in the way. And she just slams it on her mum's hand. And it's, like... So painful. It's, like... Oh, and it's, like, making, like, cracking noises. And she's, like, screaming in pain. It's, like, stop. You were, like... Like, again, it's that kind of violence. Like, that's too... That's a bit too real, like... It's like, your mum is awful, but, like, stop. Yeah. Please. And I don't know why her... I mean, I guess because it depends on how fast the door is moving. Why couldn't she just, like... It hits once, and then she moves her hand away. Because it stays there for a good few hits. Like, three yeah. times it gets hit before it moves away. Yeah, normally it gets hit once, and your natural response is to pull it away. Yeah, but, yeah, that felt a bit weird. It's like, it's hit. Okay, so this is the point where you move it away. Oh, it's going to stay. And a third time, and then they pull it. she pulls it away. But, like, the last one is, like, it's almost gone. There's, like, just, like, some fingers there that get crushed. It's, like, hit, like, get, like, I don't know. Something about getting my hand crushed on a door is really, like, bad. No, thank you. Like, any kind of door. I'm just, like, ah, because I, like, hands are necessary. I like my, I do not want my hands to be gone. So it's just, like, every time they get, and it just, I will say the sound design is very well done. Like, it sounds very, like, painful and realistic. It's not just, like, you know, sort of... It feels like they actually 
I mean, I know they didn't actually do it, but like it, it sounds like that could have been the possibility because it sounds real. Sounds like there's a hand being slammed in the door. Yeah. So then, Natalie Pullman starts becoming a bird. Her eyes are changing color. Her her legs bend backwards, which again, ah, uh, that's just yeah a bit. Uh, and then she starts growing feathers, and then she's like, and then she's like wobbling, and she falls, and she smashes her head on like the end of her bed post or whatever. Like, ow, that's not good. And yeah. then. She wakes up sometime later. She's, like, very upset at her mum because her mum didn't wake her up to tell her to go to the thing. Which, to be fair, at this point is a pretty reasonable response, honestly. Like, because she's been going... Because, you know, she was, like, so excited to get this. Because it's... You know, because earlier in the film, she gets the part and her mum's, like, so excited and, like, ah, I'm so proud of you. And now, now she's like, no, you shouldn't go to that. It's, like doing stuff to you. Your mind is, like, going a bit mon- mental. Like, right? something's really not right here. Yeah. Which I think is the first and only rational response her mother has for the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. Like Pretty a much. normal reaction. Yeah. And so then she leaves, she gets there, she's nearly late, but they haven't started yet, and, you know, and she gets upset because, like, Mila Kunis is, like, going to become, is going to take a spot because they've been sort of practicing because she was like the backup, the alternate, you know, just in case something happened, and she's not pleased about that. And then, well, that's what ultimate, ultimate, alternate is for. If yeah. you get sick or injured, they're there to replace exactly. you. But that is literally their purpose. In this case, it, it it's like, well, she doesn't want that to be an alternate. She's like, I am the one. I am the black swan. I am the white swan. No one else. I am the main. I'm. This is my story, and like no one else will take this Gosh. from me. It and reminds it... me of a scene. I've watched too much Glee in my lifetime. <laughs> it reminds me of Rachel from the main character from Glee when she's oh god, in I've seen five when she's gets this part in this musical, and mm. it's like you need to find an understudy. Oh. But then her old like high school friend bully shows up and it's like not her anyone but her it reminds me of that (laughs) yeah and that's actually pretty that's that's fair enough because she does have like that same response she's like oh not her like anybody but her and then she starts becoming like changing and and starts getting ready to do this and you know doing the makeup and everything you know and you know just probably doing what the director told her to do you know, doing what she's told, not yeah. doing anything malicious. Oh, I was talking about Natalie Portman, but that is also true. Okay. Yeah, they were both like, that she's just, like, that Mila Kunis does nothing wrong in this film. She does absolutely no. nothing. She... Except for spiking the drink. It, that except was for that. That's the one bit where it's like, okay, that's the one bad thing you did. But other than that, like, everything's fine. So then they start doing this performance. Natalie Portman falls, messes up considerably, and it's and I just realized that it's very it's not that elaborate costuming. Like for the guys, they're just wearing like like one suit, like like these just like suits. That's like it's just one thing, and that's it. There's no like one, other like costumes. A unitard. Yeah, it's just a white. lot of male ballet costumes are like that. Yeah, they're just like a unitard. Yeah, except so... for the guy who plays like 
I forgot what he is, but he's like the monster, like that creepy, evil, demon-looking oh, yeah. thing. The demon-looking thing. Yeah. But besides that, like, all the guy, like, the guy that, like, is holding up Natalie Portman is just, like, a white unitard, and that's it. And so well, then... she's having, she's, like, panicking and that they've messed it up, but ultimately, he dropped her. Yeah. <laughs> like, he needs to, like... Like, she was moving a little bit, and she was, like, not being the most stable, but it's like, surely he should be able to hold her, right? Like, like how much how much is she moving that he cannot hold her? There's, like... He wasn't I moving assume, that much, surely. I was like, this is a relatively fit guy, I assume. He's probably... Oh, they're very, very fit men. Yeah. Because you know you have to hold up however much the ballet dancers weigh for probably extended periods of time. Most of them aren't very heavy, but mm. it's still the whole holding them for a while. But still, your arms will get sore after a while. Yeah. Still, no matter how heavy, holding something up is going to cause you to get tired a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, the scene ends. He, The guy gets all upset, and all the other ballet dancers are like, oh, what's wrong? And it's so weird, because earlier in the film, they're very, like, bitchy towards each other. Well, some of them are. Like, it depends, of course. But some of them, they're that's, not the nicest. That's for you. <laughs> yeah. And it's really, it's really weird. And so then she sees, Natalie Portman sees Mila Kunis and that guy. And they're getting a little bit close. They're getting, they're getting it the on. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't the place to do it. Especially because, like, I don't, like, is that going to be, how noticeable is that going to be, like... They were basically side stage. Yeah, exactly. But so still, like, if like, oh, he goes oh. out there after that, it's like, you know, who knows? What might happen? So then they meet up in Natalie Portman's room, and she think, and she's saying, Mila Kunis getting ready to replace her, and in her mind, it does make sense that she would see this considering, you know, she did mess up, and some people did get upset at her, and then they start fighting. Mm-hmm. I, I say fighting very um, loosely. It's more like a shoving match, really. Yeah. And then she pushes her, in, pushes her into a window. I thought it was a or mirror. It's a, it's a mirror. It, Why did I say window? I just... It is, it is a mirror. To, you know, I guess... Sim- I mean, because mirrors is a common theme throughout this entire film, that mirrors are everywhere. And so then they, you know, push her into that. And then she starts... And then she sees herself choking her. And then grabs a piece of glass. And then just stabs her. Yeah. And, like... I was just like, okay. I was like... All right. Oh, <laughs> And then, I think it was at this point, I was like, oh, wait, that's what, I remembered what, like, the big reveal was. I was like, oh, that's right. It's not this, is it? She. See, I didn't know about the whole big reveal plot twist yeah. sort of thing. So I'm just mm. like, what the hell have you done? Yeah. You just stabbed someone. And it's what like, are you doing? In that moment, for a brief second, you could be like, okay, she was getting choked, but it's like, Still, still, maybe don't stab people. Like maybe you know, there's something else you could do to get her off you that doesn't involve killing her. 
Yeah. There are many other options that don't involve death. Yeah. And as she stabs her, her eyes become like... Is it or not? It's a very, like... I don't know what the colour of the eye her eyes become. It's like a very, like, sort of orangey, but like a bit... It's like a red-orange colour. Yeah. And then she says, like, this is my part or anything. And she... And like, at that bit, I was like, oh, this is... This is good. She's really good at this whole acting thing. And then she <laughs> realises what she's done, and she's like, oh, no. I have just killed someone. So... That's someone. Yeah. Yes. And then... So what she does... Watch the movie. Just watch the movie to yeah. find out that bit. Yeah. Wait, which bit? The, the plot twist. Oh. Oh, we're not going to give that away, all right? That's fine. Are we? Well, I mean, we could preface, like, this is... We're going to give away what the thing is. Skip ahead or stop listening if you don't want to know. Oh, you kind of just made it sound like we weren't giving it away, so I didn't. Oh, I wasn't going to give it away yet. I was going to give it away, talk about it when we got to it, because we still got a little bit beforehand before we get Good to point. it. You lot can wait and find out. Yeah. So then she just takes the body and just dumps it in the bathroom... But yeah. there's, you know, a pool of blood just, like, streaming out. And so she just takes a towel and just, like, lays it against the door. And it's like, that'll be good, right? And also, all that broken glass just, like, sweep it under a rug or something. And just... I was just thinking that. I'm like, you know, people will keep bleeding, so they will see the blood. Yeah, it's going to seep through eventually. And I was just like... I guess, though, it depends, like, how many people will go into her room? Because, like... Well, Tomas comes... I don't know the actor's name, so I have to say the character's name for him. So he comes over. He doesn't... Because I think that's before she puts the... Oh, is it before? Or is that later on? I'm trying to remember. There's a bit where he comes over, and he's talking to her. I think it's after, actually, where the bit where she's the black swan, which we'll get to. Yeah, I think it's after that, actually. Never mind. I was wrong. There is a bit where he comes by later after her performance of the Black Swan. Because I thought it was then, and she hadn't put the towel yet. And so he... And I was like, would he not have noticed the blood? But it's, it's later on. So she's... The towel's down. And she's just got to leave the dead body there. And I'm like, I think you could surely make this look like an accident, right? Like, if you're clever enough, you can make it look, you know, like something might have happened. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But in that moment, I guess you're just like, I've just killed a person. Oh, no. And you just sort of panic. What, and just like, what mm. do I do? Yeah. So then she starts getting ready and she does the black, the performance as the black swan. And like, I like that the costumes, the costumes are very well made for this. And I like that. It's this the same costume, just in different colors. Because I mean, that's the whole point of the, um, thing is like there's the same thing just one's white and one's black you know the oh, duality yes, you got the black the swan and the white swan yeah and so then she does she's doing the final performance she is doing great there's a bit where like i forgot what it is exactly but she looks like directly into camera and i think her eyes are starting to like change color like as she gets like towards the camera and she's like looking into it her eyes are becoming more of the bird color that she yeah, gets. Yeah, I think I watched that going, oh, okay, uh, 
All right. And then she does the final bit of the performance. And as she's doing this and as she's spinning and spinning, she starts creating feathers and and is becoming a swan. And then, like, the final bit is, like, she bows and then she, like, leans back, like, her arms out. And you can just see, like, her arms are now wings and her body is covered in feathers. And it's a very, like, impactful scene it's very it's like and it's very well shot and acted and directed and all that it's yes, really say, it was very well done too because the feathers don't look too unrealistic yeah it looks like it's just look it looks legit. like natural feathers yeah yeah it's probably my favorite bit of the entire film just her going and and it just goes and and as she spins there's more feathers and there's like you can see there's ones that are like flying off her even though they're not real so it's a bit interesting of a choice, but it keeps happening and happening, and then she finishes, and then everyone's like, oh, this is great, and, you know, and it cuts back to her, and the feathers are not there, because it's not real, obviously. Yeah. And she's just, like, she's so excited and elated and all this, and everyone's like, oh, you did great, you know, and she's just, like, super happy, and then she has to go back to her room, and face a, what she did before. Yeah, where there is a dead body. Mm. Or so she it's thinks. Like, yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets back, she's just like, oh. And she's just like thinking of what to do, and you know, she's getting ready for the final performance. And then there's a knock on the door. And you know. Oh, yeah. This bit. She answers it. Do you want to talk about this, or do you want me to... Yeah, you can talk about it if you want to. So... Your podcast, I'll let you take the floor. Yeah, so, spoilers. I mean, we've been talking about the film in depth, but... Alert. But just... <laughs> and I, and I, I have made this clear in previous episodes that everything will be spoilers, so just don't listen to this if you haven't seen it. Or if you or you could listen to it if you just don't care enough. That's fine. So you then, may not watch it, that's fair. That's also fine as well. So then she opens the door, and Mila Kunis is there. And she's like, hmm, that's a bit interesting. And she's like... She's like, oh, sorry, I was out of line. You know, yeah. it's all good. You yeah. were great out there. And then she's like, wait, weren't, weren't you just over there? Yeah. Huh? And then she leaves, and she pulls the towel away. And there's no blood. Because it didn't happen. And then we find out... That she stabbed herself. So she had a hallucination. Yes. And I th- and think stabbed herself. Yeah. I think it, it's it's very interesting because I think if they had shown it happening, like her stabbing herself, it would have looked really silly and like, ooh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? But the fact that we don't works. Like they that is like because, you know, we know that she stabbed herself, and that's all that we need. We don't need to see it happening. Because, you know. Yeah. Like I said, well, I've talked about Fight Club too many times because similar but different premises. The whole. Not. Eh, cut. Eh, cut. Eh, not, not. Similar. Because yeah, some similarities, I guess you could say. They're like fighting each other in Fight Club, for yeah. reference. Yeah. But he ends up just punching himself. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is sort of the thing of like so, he's just fighting himself in that, and but in this, she stabbed herself. But I mean, that is much a much bigger part of that film. 
she doesn't you yeah. know, keep injuring herself. It no. only happens this one Although, time. Although, the mum does mention about her scratching her skin, and she has scratches. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. She is scratching a lot. And that actually leads to the scene where she becomes a bird for the first time, and she pulls, like, a little, like, sprouting feather. And it's yeah. really, like, a bit gross, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's a bit and then, graphic and gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good through line. And because it doesn't just come out of nowhere, it's like, oh, she's been scratching this entire time, and then now, it's a, it's a wing, and, you know, there's feathers sprout. Well, it's not a wing, it's feathers, but sprouting out. It's like, ah, uh, you know. It's yeah. seeing these things. And so... And I think she pulls the feather out, and then the legs snap, and the legs and snap. And the legs snap, and it's like, that's a bit gross. There's some really, yeah. like, uncomfortably gross stuff in this. Yeah, like more than I was expecting for a movie about ballet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect this, honestly. Like, I knew some stuff. I was, I was like, yeah, there's going to be kind of some messed up stuff. But I didn't think it would be, like, this bad. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That's a bit much, isn't it? So... Like there's, there's a lot that happens. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's definitely not your, your light-hearted Sunday afternoon affair. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, you need to be in the mood to watch this. He's like, you need to be after something a bit heavier and a bit dark. Yeah. And so she has realised that she stabbed herself and that she is bleeding out. And at this point, it's like, I can see how nobody would notice because it's like, it's black and this blends in a bit more. But then when she puts on the white swan outfit, it's like, red on white is very noticeable. Like, it, I would have... Like, like, like a... before she got on stage, you could see it. So how did nobody else yeah. notice like, it? Like, even people further back could probably tell, like, hmm, there's, there's some, like, that's something on her. It's a bit... That's not why. That's a bit different. I mean, and, like, people in, like, the front row should be able to be like, oh, she, that's... She's got something red on her. That doesn't look good. And I, I would assume... Know, how, the... did, how did the director, who would have been watching the whole thing from the side stage not notice it. Mm. I guess, like, you could sort of hand wave it off being like, they were so enthralled by the performance, they just weren't noticing, and they were sort of watching this, and they weren't really paying attention to the smaller details. They were sort of looking at the thing as a whole, but... I mean, maybe that's a way you could explain it, I guess. Yeah. So... Yeah, she does the whole, the ending sequence does, is the white swan. Yeah, uh, which ends with her jumping off a, um, I mean, like it's going to be platform like a platform onto, onto a... It's basically like a mattress. It's a mattress, yeah. It's a, a safety, yeah. It's a safety thing. Yeah, and we see her practicing on it a little bit earlier in the film. And so she gets up there, she does her final performance, does the final pose, and jumps, and it like goes into like slow motion, and it's all ethereal and she lands and the performance is done and there's just like applauding from everyone and they're all so happy and all the performance performers are happy and the director is happy and everybody's happy and rush over and say you were wonderful yay and then that notice she's bleeding out yeah until (laughs) they're like all this and then i think it was the mila kunis who was like she like notices the blood and like makes a lot of noise and everyone's like looking and they all scramble off to go find some 
someone or something to help and he and the director's like holding the wound so it like to stop the bleeding as best he can although you know, for as long as it was probably bleeding for she's she's bled out yeah for sure so i need to i'm just gonna look for the final line well she basically says so she's all about perf- like it was all about perfection yeah. so it was something that's online so she it was perfect or something was up because that's the whole point is that she's striving for this perfection to you know become the best you know white slash black swan and it's like she's very much you know that's what she's been striving for the entire film is yes. to be the best and and i found the line here if you don't mind me reading it Oh, no, go ahead. I don't don't know what it is. See, she says about the performance that the line is, I felt it perfect. It was perfect. And she doesn't care that she's dying. She's like, that was perfection. This was was all that I wanted. Well, it doesn't actually say that she dies. It kind of just fades to white screen. to black. And so then there is the interpretation of, do you think she dies or not? Like, it's like... You know, because I know there are people who are like, she dies, and there's some people like, she doesn't die, and it's like, I think whether she dies or not, she is content in that moment. She, it was like, a, it was a perfect performance for her. Everyone loved it. Everything is great. She is happy. So to her, it doesn't matter if she lives or dies, because, you know, the performance was perfect and everything she wanted it to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, we fade to white, and then the credits roll. It was very, like, almost not quite as abrupt of an ending as some movies I've seen, where yeah. it's just like, scene, scene, end of movie. Yeah. I was like, what? This yeah. at least had, like, an ending. It has closure to yes. Natalie Portman's character. She got what she was after, everything was how she wanted it to be, and then we end on a fade-out, as everything to her, in that moment, is perfect. And, you know. There's at least an ending. I can't stand movies that just leave you on, like, I get cliffhangers, but, like, halfway through a scene, it's like, what are you doing? Just add an extra five minutes. Come on. Like, I mean, some people could argue that it doesn't necessarily have an ending, but I would argue it does. Like, her character arc, her character journey is complete. Everything is done. The story is wrapped up. She got what she wanted. Yeah, and I that's don't the end know of the where story. else the movie would go from there. Yeah, exactly. Without and especially because, like... Unfinished. Yeah. And especially because it's, like... It, it leaves you up to the interpretation. Does she die or does she not? You know, like, it's just sort of... doesn't It doesn't matter if she lives or dies. Because that's not what the movie's about. The movie is about her getting that, like, perfect performance. It's just a running theme throughout of the director wanting her to be perfect and doing anything to get that with some very dubious means and he's doing that and she is striving for perfection and to be the best and that's the whole point and that's the story and that's how it ends with her feeling elated with this perfection of a performance she's given she's finally hit perfection yeah and so like, I've, I've done what I want to do. All is good. Yeah. And again, in those final few scenes, Natalie Portman gives is real gives a really good performance in it. 
in the final few scenes of the film. Basically yeah. from, like, the moment she stabs, or what, or stabs who she thinks is Mila Kunis to, like, the end. Like, that chunk is, like, great. It's it's really good stuff. She's really, she was really, gave a really good performance in it. Yeah, I know a lot of other actresses would not have been able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It definitely depends on who it is. Yeah. So... Are there any final sort of things you want to touch on, talk about? I think we covered, because I have a two-second memory, so I had to write dot mm-hmm. points about the movie. Yeah. And Are there I any notes we that we didn't touch every... on? They, I like... think we touched on everything. I'm, I'm just going to look through my notes. I think we touched on most of it. There was some stuff we skirted around because, you know, don't want to talk about that. You don't want to trigger anyone. Yeah. We want this to be a happy yeah. place, a non-triggering environment yeah. as much and as so... we can. Yeah, you know, throughout Nina, the Natalie Portman's character has various visions, and there's a bit where she sees Lily's, who is the Mila Kunis character, back tattoo become, well, because it's a Lily, hence her name, and then it becomes Swanwing. And, you know, running theme of she just keeps seeing these visions of things that are clearly not happening, but she thinks they are, you know, and it's very much set up and paid off in the film. Yeah. So, that seems to be it. Uh, do you actually, before we wrap up and finish this, uh, do you want to put a rating on the film out of 10? Um, I'd probably give it probably an 8 out of 10. Because mm-hmm. I think it was an excellent film. Because mm. I'm not normally a big fan of those like psychological thrillers that are really mm-hmm. dark, and that make you think about stuff. I like to zone in and watch Disney movies. That's yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. So, and it's one of those kind of darker movies that I've actually really enjoyed, mm-hmm. despite it being yeah. all kinds of messed up. Yeah. And I think most of it was well acted, well directed, well mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. None of it made me want to pause it and do something else. Yeah. It wasn't boring. It definitely wasn't boring. Oh, gosh. No. You can't say it's boring. Definitely not. There's at least something happening. Even if you don't like it, there is something happening. Even if it's very uncomfortable. Yes. There's at least something always happening. It's not... I think I've watched a couple of movies. Maybe it was the most recent one I watched. I watched Avatar the other day. Like, the Blue People three-hour-long Avatar movie. Oh, that one, yeah. And half of that just drags on yeah. for ages where nothing yeah. happens. It's not yeah. that. Yeah, this film, it moves at like a clip. It moves fast. There isn't like anything dull. Like it, it just keeps moving and the plot keeps progressing. And yes. I'm going to agree with that and also give it an 8 out of 10. This is not as good as Aronofsky's other film I've seen, Requiem for a Dream, which we touched on a little bit. But we this... briefly mentioned it because I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to go watch it now. Yeah. it's it, That's another one where you need, like, some time to carve out and just to be like, you need to be in the mood for it. Just watch it in the middle of the day and then go eat a sandwich and watch something funny on YouTube afterwards. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> what you should do with it. So that is it for this week's episode. And thank you for coming on for this one again for another episode. No worries. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. Um, there's a good chance I'll probably have you on for at least another one in the future at some point. I'll be happy to come back. 
Yeah, so... As long as the people want me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything. Thank you all for listening. I don't need to really plug anything, because I plug it all the time. So, that's all. So, thank you all for listening. Yeah. And I will see you guys all in the next one. Bye, guys.